real news. It's uncensored. Trustworthy. They don't just repeat box. The truth is here. The Real Talk Radio Network. We welcome you back into the morning crew right here in this beautiful land. It's God's country. It's Real Talk Radio Network 93.3. Dan Strauss running the board. Drew Shelton here. And we're being joined by Frank Shelton, who is a, you know, a digital creator, a, a pastor that's all uh, many platforms. He travels all across this world uh, just sharing the good news about Jesus. So, Frank, good morning. Welcome into the program. Drew, what a joy to be with you, my friend, and I can't wait to see some of your listeners and you and Tracy uh, right outside of St. Louis in about a week or two. You got it. Two weeks from tonight, September 21st, is the Real Talk Radio Birthday Bash. We turn two, and it's going to be at 18 North Central in O'Fallon, Missouri. All the hosts, producers, advertisers are going to be there, and Frank Shelton, you're going to be there as well. You have a book out now. I'm showing it to our Facebook audience now if they're watching on the uh the, the Facebook or Clout Hub stream. It's called Urgency. It's uh, Heaven or Hell. It's an Amazon new number one release. Kind of talk about that book real quick and talk about your background, you know, who you are, what you're doing, and, uh, you know, what you stand for. Oh, well, I appreciate it. Well, we definitely stand for truth. We love God and country. Uh, my mom was born the 4th of July. I was born President's Day weekend. <laughs> my son was born Inauguration Day. And, Drew, I tell people if you cut the Shelton's veins, they stream red, white, and blue. But uh, I'd never dreamt that loving God or loving country in this late of the hour would almost be considered hate street, a speech or enemy of the state. But, you know, the Bible said, having done all, stand. He said, occupy till I come where the Spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. And um, I just thank God for America. But the answer isn't in red, white, and blue. It's in Jesus' blood who died for me and you. So um, I thank God for both. And, uh, you know, I'm just thankful. I just got back from London, England. I had the honor to do the chapel for the Big Three Basketball Championship. That's the one Ice Cube, and uh, to his credit, he's been taking a strong stand uh, against some of the stuff out there. And uh, Dr. J is part of it. The commissioner was Clyde the Glide Drexler. Um, George Gervin was the Iceman, if he remembers some basketball. And it was amazing. And I had the honor to do the chapel, and um, I spoke at a Christian school yesterday. We had 48 salvations, 6th through 12th graders, for their first chapel of the year. And you can go to a Christian school and still not personally know Christ, and that will preach. But having said that, I told the chapel students, you know, at that school, they tell me it's mandatory, 6th through 12th grade, and thank God for schools that still preach the gospel. It's a private school. Um, but what I was telling them, I'm at the O2 Arena, one of the world's most iconic sports venues. I think Prince sang there 25 times, if I'm correct. Wow. And it's just iconic, and I had the honor to do the chapel before the championship game, which is humbling. They didn't have to be there, and they chose to be there, and they're taking notes. And for your listeners, some people think if you love God, you're either a loser or your life's going to be boring. Well, I've been around some of the most unique people in the world, and serving Jesus has been everything but boring. Exactly. So I would just encourage you, you know, we all got an iPhone, and, you know, these things in our hand are worth a thousand bucks or more, but if you don't plug it into the wall, it's not worth a dime. 
And so what we try to do is plug into God. Um, I just the month before I was in Paris, France, this will be my fourth Olympiad as a chaplain. And I've learned, Drew, that the church was great going after the poor. Jesus said, the poor you'll always have. But I think we failed to go in after the powerful and the popular. And that's why we've gone after Olympians. We've gone after Hollywood. We've gone after Wall Street for four years every Thursday. I've led a weekly Bible study in our state capital to lawmakers. And I found that the ones that come out not only love it, but the ones that come out are usually void of scandal because uh, my mentor said we're all a step away from doing something stupid. I've never forgot that. And again, when you plug into God, it not only gives you peace, but it gives you purpose and it keeps the train on track. Absolutely. I, I love what you stand for. Your passion, your purpose is to is to educate and, and to share that joy that comes from the Lord and, you know, just like with your experience in London, even these pro athletes, you know, they need the Lord, you know. So I think our listeners, uh, most of them, I would imagine, are, you know, uh, within the Lord's company because, you know, we are a conservative Amen. Christian station. But Amen. you know what? Amen. We might draw a few others in. So that, that's, that's what this kind of interview is all about because we, we can talk religion all day, but I, I look at, you know, the corruption and, and the craziness that's going on right now in our politics. And I think now more than ever— we need to really keep our eyes on God to kind of get us through this craziness. One of the big topics now no. is COVID's back. And I love, Correct. you have a great line that you use through some of your social media um, channels, but you, you say, COVID, don't trust the science, but trust the Savior. I, I mean, talk Amen. about this COVID craziness. <laughs> yeah, well, so we knew the storm was coming before it hit, and that's why the cover of our book is an hourglass, and the sand of time has almost slipped through. Right. and. You know, the whole thing is, you know, I was told years ago there were warrants for both Fauci and Gates' arrest in India and Africa because they were using colored kids as guinea pigs for these vaccines, and they were either maiming them or they were murdering them, and that's ridiculous. And, you know, this late in the hour, you know, some of these churches went from salvation centers to vaccination centers. We went from preaching faith to hiding in fear. And, you know, it was almost like they were relying on a government stimulus check. You know, nothing is free. Reagan said it best. I think the eight words strung together that were the scariest is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right. <laughs> you know, the answer, um, we need to get back not to the Surgeon General or the CDC. We need to get to JC, and we need to get back to the great physician. He not only heals, he protects. And we just knew from the beginning that this thing was dangerous, and we were just encouraging folks to really dig into deep with the Lord, hear what he was saying, and, and just walk it out. And, you know, my son said it best during the two weeks below the curve, and he was 11 years old. He said, I'd rather live my life and, and die than sit on the couch and live a slow death. I mean, you know, exactly. the fact is, and, and we found that if you were trying to find your life, you were losing it. But if you're willing to lose it for the gospel's sake, you've not only found freedom, you had a future. So I'm just encouraging people. We knew round two was coming. Um, you know, it truly was a pandemic that was planned. And I just want to encourage folks to, to press in, look in the Lord, encourage each other. But, you know, I'll talk briefly about the mask in my book. I found pictures, Drew, of slave plantations from 300 years ago where they were forced to wear a mask. Wow. There's nothing new under the sun. So what it did, it was the three S's. It stripped their identity. You couldn't see who they were. 
it shut their mouth and it made them show allegiance to their master. And, you know, the first thing when Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead, he said, unbound him, unloose him. I think he even said unmask him because, see, the devil wants you masked up and wrapped up. But where the Lord is, there's liberty. The first thing he said was unbound him, unloose him. And even Paul and Silas, they were on the road to Damascus. And I've been preaching it for three years. We need to Damascus <laughs> and just let us live with freedom. Because, you know, God is faith, the devil's fear. The Lord is truth, the devil's a liar. And God promotes life, and the devil just talks about death. And it's um, you can't lose when you stand up for the Lord. But yeah, when we wrote the book, um, we've had governors, uh, people running, quote it. I had a special agent with the Secret Service on the presidential detail. He said he absolutely loved it and agreed with what I said. Um, it's just been a wild ride, but we weren't out to hurt anybody. But, you know, I just really believe we can give people backbone when they have the truth and the tools to run with. And Billy Graham said, when one man takes a stand, it strengthens the spine of everyone behind him. So that's what we're trying to do is just educate. We're trying to encourage and then evangelize at the same time. And we've seen a lot of people come to Christ. But, you know, I think we can love God and country at the same time. You know, my dad was a cop for 35 years in D.C., and there's this thing called being on post. And if you're not on post when your relief comes, you can be reprimanded, written up, or even demoted or fired. And I just think in this last unique hour before the Lord comes back, Drew, you're on post with the radio show. I'm doing my best to be on post. All your listeners can be on post. And where we're at, sometimes it's not always glamorous. There were times my dad was stationed next to Marine One. There was times my dad was with the president at the State of the Union. There were times, you know, he was protecting these high-level people. But early in his career, you know, it was mundane. It seemed boring. Nobody's walking the hallways, but he was on post. And, you know, when the Lord comes, it's one thing when the president comes, but when the king of all kings comes, I just want to encourage your listeners, be on post. You know, bloom where you're planted. Shine a light in your space. And just when he comes, uh, none of us will be AWOL, but we'll be ready to roll when the trumpet sounds. Boy, amen. I, I could not uh, I could not say it any better. You know, you were on the uh, Real Talk Biz show, or one of our weekend shows a couple weeks back. I think it was August 19th, and you were with us for three segments with uh, Tracy and I, and it was just uh, riveting radio. I mean, you've seen a lot in your lifetime. I mean, you've been in the political field. You've been in the you know, the, the, the Christian field, obviously, as well. And, and you definitely have a story uh, to share. You know, one of the clips that you, you know, had with us or one of the sayings you said during our, our show then is not vaccination. It's all about salvation. Uh, you you spent everything uh, just uh, very poetically, you know, I guess. And, and it sticks. Well, it, it really works. Well, thank you. I used to be a speechwriter for a congressman, and he said, Frank, give me a zinger. This was before the Twitter world. <laughs> and we would we would invite the local radio and news to come, but most likely they would not air a 40-minute speech sure. um, unless you're the president. But they may run with 40 seconds. So I had to come up with these pre-Twitter sound bites. But I got to the point, right or wrong, I could write an entire speech. It just sounded like Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> to play with words or alliteration. But, man, I have the utmost respect for you, for Tracy, for your radio, for your listeners. And 
I believe in you so much. That's why I was thrilled to just pay my own way to come and be a blessing. Love on your people. The book will be there, but I'm not just there trying to sell a book. I'm just really trying to, to tell the story, to ignite a flame. And, uh, you know, God is everything but boring. So I, I can't wait to see you two weeks from tonight. It's going to be a fantastic. You can check out past podcasts, realtalk933.com. You can get your tickets for this event uh, at realtalk933.com, our Facebook page, or if you're scrolling through our app, you'll see the advertisement as well. Again, Frank Shelton going to be there. Frank, where can people follow you so they can support you and see what you're sharing in the world? Well, I appreciate that, sir. It's frankshelton.com. I'm sure we're family somehow down the line. Exactly. <laughs> we are with the Lord, without a doubt, but frankshelton.com. And uh, I look forward to being with all of you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, sir. And you're the best, and God bless you. God bless you, Frank. That is Frank Shelton. Don't forget his book, Urgency, Heaven or Hell. It is out now. He's joining us just for a few minutes this morning. Uh, Fantastic guy, and he has a fantastic word, and hopefully you enjoyed that here on your Thursday morning. We're going to take a short time out. Dan and Drew here with you. It's the morning crew. When we come back, we're going to get into... Uh, Kamala Harris, she says she's ready to be president. What does that mean? We talk about it coming up after this.